Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perna. I'm a life and marriage coach, wife, mom of three, and Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood. Even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up, In each episode, I'll be covering topics that will help you love and enjoy your marriage again without waiting until your kids are all grown up. And a quick note, you may want to pop your earbuds in if your kids are also listening, because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something is said that you don't want them to hear. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. So today, we are going to be talking about when you're not on the same page as your partner, okay? Which I'm sure all of you have experienced at one point or another. So I wanted to tackle this topic because it's a really big one, right? It's really common to experience disagreements, to not agree on certain things together, right? So having different stances on things is very normal, is healthy in marriage. You don't have to agree on every single thing to have a happy and successful marriage. That is very unrealistic and next to impossible to achieve, right? Even the people who have a lot in common still have something that they disagree on, okay? So if this is you, it's okay, it's normal. Let's lessen the pressure that you're putting on your marriage. However, I do wanna just say that, you know, not being on the same page can feel pretty heartbreaking and confusing depending on the topic, right? Obviously, it's not gonna be an issue if you're like disagreeing on what kind of food you like, right? Like, for example, if one of you prefers tacos and one of you prefers burritos, like, who cares, right? It doesn't really affect you much. You can both enjoy different foods because you're not being forced to eat what they want to eat. You can just order different things. But as you know, life doesn't work that way in all areas of our lives, right? There's going to be times where there's things that don't work out so nicely, like having two different ways of doing things, in the home or things related to your joint future that can cause a lot of frustration in your marriage when you're not on the same page, right? So common areas that challenge marriages could look like having different parenting styles, different philosophies on money, and standards of cleanliness, right? Like if you can think of other ones, chime in, add them in. These are just the biggest ones that I've heard from my clients, the ones that I hear most about in communities with women who are, you know, sharing their frustrations about their husbands. Now, these topics can cause a lot of arguments and daily frustrations that can create a lot of disconnect in the relationship. Now, think about it, right? These three topics that I listed, parenting style, finances, and uh, division of labor, standards of cleanliness. These are all things that impact your life on a daily basis, right? Depending on where you stand, where your husband stands on the issue, 
you're going to be dealing with it because it affects your life. Unlike the taco and burrito situation, it's like, who cares? You're enjoying yours. I'm enjoying mine. We're good. But when you have an idea of how parenting should be and you see your husband doing something that goes against what you're doing, it could feel like they're reversing or even throwing away all the effort that you've put in, right? Not only does it confuse the kids on what rules to follow, right? Do I listen to dad? Do I listen to mom? But they can get confused about how life works at home, right? And that could bring up a lot of frustration within everyone and lead to arguments because you both feel like you don't have someone supporting you in creating the thing that you want with how you parent, right? It could feel like, gosh, family life is so hard because I believe in doing things this way. You believe in doing things that way, but they don't work together, right? Or let's say you have different spending habits. It could feel like one or the other person is holding you back from what you want for your present or your future. Having different philosophies on money or spending habits affect your lifestyle from how often you go out to eat, what activities you sign your kids up for, how often you go on dates, what kind of dates you have, right? Vacations that you go on, all the way to how soon you retire. It makes sense that these can cause issues in your marriage when one was taught to account for every single penny and set your future up for security while the other person's like, no, I want to live my life, right? Like, uh, what's the uh, YOLO, right? Like, you only live once. Like, let's really embrace the experience today and do it up. Let's create core memories together, right? And then... One that's probably the most common that I hear about a lot in this group is when you have different standards of cleanliness or even just a different idea of who does what, right? Like division of labor. It could be really easy for the cleaner one to constantly feel frustrated about the condition of the home and result in nagging while the one who has lower standards will feel criticized, judged, policed, mothered, right? This can be tough because you want to feel comfortable in your home, but when you disagree on what comfortable looks like and takes, the effort you're willing to put into it making comfortable can cause a lot of problems. Now, not feeling like you're on the same page can lead to someone sacrificing what they want and it can create a lot of resentment in the marriage and more often than not it feels like the woman the female the wife is the one doing that right which can cause a lot of anger frustration which can lead to a lot of arguments a lot of heated emotional arguments now if you haven't been taught how to handle disagreements effectively it can really feel easy to default to nagging and being passive aggressive or even arguing, right? Like I've been there and it's totally understandable how you can get to this point where you just can't take it anymore and you lose your shit, right? However, 
letting yourself get to this point is not healthy. It's understandable, but it's not healthy for your well-being, nor is it effective, right? Addressing these major topics in your marriage in a passive-aggressive or even aggressive way will only lead to more resistance or disconnect or argumenting, argumenting, <laughs> or arguing, and staying connected is the key to be able to navigate these tougher topics because conflict really can be dealt with calmly. Even if you're like, gosh, I feel like I'm on like the, the left side and you're on the right side of this issue and I just don't see how we can bridge this gap, okay? It could still be dealt with as a discussion rather than a shouting match, rather than having high, high emotions, crying, yelling, and doing things that push your partner away because you feel so hurt, okay? Now, I'm saying this because I I did this before, right? Like, before I learned how to have calmer discussions, be able to feel heard and really advocate for myself and express myself clearly, arguments with me were not fun, right? It felt like a roller coaster that you desperately wanted to get off of. We just kept spiraling, getting nowhere. And I would get to the point where I'm just like, you know what? You just don't get me. Okay. And it was not productive. It didn't get resolved and it lasted way too long. And it definitely didn't bring us closer, which my goal for you is to be able to evolve your conflict, to be able to use it as a way to get closer and closer over time. Okay. So what needs to happen instead is when you feel like you aren't in agreement is to find where you do agree and expand from there. Okay. The thing that is happening most often when you disagree with your spouse is you are focusing, you're like hyper-focusing on where you don't agree and your minds can wander and come up with even more ways you two don't agree on the issue or come up with examples of how they're not meeting your expectations, how you two are so different, how you two aren't as strong as a couple as you thought you were, okay? Our minds can really back us up in the worst way possible sometimes, right? Like, do you have that one friend that like will hype you up no matter what? They're like loyal to the point where it's like, sometimes to your detriment, right? That person's like, oh, your husband did that? Like, let me give you all these ideas on how to be petty and get back at him, right? Our minds can do that to us. And so we need to be conscientious of its ability to do that and introduce more supportive thoughts for your marriage to be able to help to get you through this conflict as a team, okay? Now, we tend to do this thing, right? We have this nature in us to notice when things aren't going the way we want them to, and then cast judgment, criticize, right? What's really happening here is that we're actually comparing our partners to ourselves right? We're expecting them to be like us. But logically, we know that they're not, right? 
So what's going on here, right? This can create a lot of problems in your marriage when you're doing this. So identifying when you're doing this is a really, 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 really important part to be able to navigate conflict as a calm discussion rather than of a battle of wills, okay? Think about it. Your husband is not you. He is not this version of you that has shorter hair, is like, I don't know, all the things that you would associate with like the male physique different than a female one, okay? He is completely different. Men operate differently. They focus on different things. They prioritize different things. And even on a personal level, right? Like he grew up in a different home. He had different parents. He had different expectations of him. He has a completely different personality from you. It's not fair to compare him to you and say, well, I would have done this. I don't understand why you would you didn't do it that way. This is the only thing that makes sense, right? We can get pretty narrow-minded sometimes and judge our spouse for not being like us, approaching things like us, having the same habits, having the same standards. So we really got to check ourselves sometimes to, to be like, am I expecting my husband to be like me and I'm holding that against him right now? Okay. Let me know if you're guilty of this because I definitely am sometimes and I have to put myself in check sometimes because that could really be a slippery slope to go down. Now, if all you're doing is approaching the issue with judgment and maybe even an air of condescension or mothering, right? Like nagging. I don't like that it's associated with mothering. So let's let's change that, okay? But like nagging, right? That's not going to motivate your husband to step up as a partner that you need, right? Would that be motivating to you? Like, think about that, right? Think about your child. Let's say you're trying to get out of the house, trying to get to work or somewhere that you need to be by a certain time and your kid's just taking their sweet ass time. And you're just like, you feel the adrenaline building in and you're like, oh my God, you're gritting your teeth. You're like, can you hurry the hell up, right? But they're not. And so it's understandable for you to be like, come on, let's go, hurry up, da, 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 right? Rush them, maybe even criticize them for being distracted or not using their time wisely and not being efficient, right? All the different ways. Um, but what do you notice happen? They get flustered. They move slower. Maybe they even decide to get more distracted, right? It's not motivating to anyone. And so I want you to start noticing what your habits are when you're upset, when you're frustrated, and start to notice, is what I'm doing productive right now, okay? It's not fun. It's not easy. Like, no one wants to admit, like, yeah, I do these things and it totally is counterproductive, right? No, but... It is productive to think about it and notice what you're doing, right? And then choose to change what you're doing. Anyway, that's a tangent, but I thought it was necessary to say, okay? So back on to how you and your spouse are different, right? The truth is, is that you're not going to prioritize the same things at the same time, all the time, or even agree on everything all the time, period. 
okay? You're two different people with different upbringings, different preferences, different beliefs on how life works, how marriage works, how parenting works. And you gotta figure out where you each stand, right? He may never fully understand why it's important for you to do things a certain way or outcome. It's to zoom out, okay? When we get bogged down by specific issues, it can be really hard to remember the bigger picture, right? Like, what are we doing this for? Why are we together, right? What do we see for our future, right? In the grand scheme of things, some of the issues you get upset about don't actually matter, right? They don't actually matter. When you look back on it, you're like, oh my gosh, should we really just spend a couple hours arguing about this, right? Because that situation is actually about something bigger, right? So yes, the thing could have been annoying, frustrating, but putting things into perspective can really allow you to have more productive conversations about what the real issue is or help you realize, oh, this really doesn't matter. I just need to get over it and that's okay, right? It's okay for you to accept things sometimes and and it doesn't always need to be a conversation, but being able to discern within you what qualifies for a bigger conversation and what doesn't is going to be important for you to be able to learn how to do, okay? Now, one way to zoom out is thinking about what you see for the future of your marriage, right? Does the issue affect that? Does it have a large impact on how you want your life to be like together in the future? Have a conversation about your answer to that, right? Like, hey, this is something that I'd love to work towards for a family, and here's why. What are your thoughts about this? Is there a way we can work together to create that, right? It becomes less about the, the specific circumstances that you're dealing with, and you can detach from how you want things done and focus more on the end goal, which you two likely agree on, right? Like I'm, I'm hoping you two have had conversations about how you want life to be like, and you more or less agree on that. And that's why you decided to build a life together, right? Like you wouldn't build a life with someone who is like, I want to live out of a suitcase. And you're like, I want a home with a picket fence and um, live there for like 50 years. You most likely do agree on the bigger goal. Being able to focus on the end goal expands the opportunity and creates more opportunities for you two to come up with some pretty creative solutions that you would have never been able to come up with on your own had you not brought this up to deal with, like just putting all your cards on the table, not being really controlling. I'm going to say that because I have a controlling nature, but controlling about how things happen, how things are done, who's doing what, but rather, hey, this is the end goal. How can we work towards this? When you work together as a team, he's going to have buy-in because he can share his input. Instead of you saying, hey, I'm the boss. This is how it's done. And that's the way it's got to be. That doesn't feel like partnership. And he's not going to have much buy-in, which means that he might not be supporting or helping you get there, right? So detach from your 
very specific like path that you want to take and focus more on, hey, at the end of the day, this is what matters to me. So leveraging the ability to expand where you agree, working as a team, bringing you two together to strengthen the relationship and be able to lean on each other, right? Like when you have buy-in from him and you're bought into it as well, you can hold on to that vision that you created together and lean on each other, hold each other accountable and support each other to get to that dream, that goal that you created as a couple, right? Because at the end of the day, you're each other's rock, right? So fight as a team instead of fighting against each other, right? When you fight as a team, that's what's going to help your relationship in the long run. Fighting each other, it's just like you're you're not going to get anywhere. In fact, you're probably just going to create more disconnect, more frustration, more loneliness, more everything negative. Um, and you're going to feel stuck, right? Now, there's a lot to this topic. So if there's something I didn't cover, let me know. I can do a part two of this because this is very, very big. And this is just what's coming to top of mind for me right now. But I don't want to leave this conversation without saying, if your partner isn't budging, and doesn't seem like they're willing to work with you to think things through to be your partner, then there is another conversation that we need to have, okay? Um, There could be other things at play. It could be the way you're communicating with them, the way you historically communicated with them. Um, That is not letting him feel safe, secure enough to lower his walls to work with you um, to come up with a solution together. It could feel like he feels like his opinions don't matter or that he doesn't feel safe to open up about the stuff that he wants because you haven't done a great job listening, right? Like no judgment at all. Like we all are a byproduct of what we grew up witnessing. So if like your parents weren't great at being listeners to each other, it's understandable why you would have a hard time doing that, where maybe you're talking over them or really trying to assert your point because you don't feel heard, but then they don't feel heard, right? There's a number of reasons. Hopefully it's not because he doesn't care to be a partner for you. Okay. Because That's what really matters, is that your husband desires to be your partner. Now, if you two are wondering if you're compatible anymore, if you're you're in that space where you're wondering, like, should we be together anymore? Then we need to have a conversation, okay? Because either way, we need to talk so that you can stop feeling stuck, not knowing whether it's time to get to work and acquire the skills needed to create a happy, successful marriage, or whether it's time to move towards separation, okay? I can help you gain the clarity for you to decide if it's time to work towards making progress or if it's time to walk away with confidence knowing that you're making the right decision for your family. I am taking new clients, whether it's one-on-one or as a couple. And if you're wanting help with being able to handle life as partners, or if you're questioning whether you should still be partners, please send me a DM. Okay. I am here for you. I would love nothing more for you to figure out what your next step is, right? Whether it's, 
hey, what are the things that I have to do to be able to create more partnership, to feel more connected, to be able to communicate with my partner in a way where it doesn't feel so like emotionally distressing, right? Or if you're like done and I don't know how to walk away from this or if it's the right time and you're questioning, reach out to me, okay? That's it for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. I would so appreciate that. And if you love what I share here, then you're going to love and want to join my free private Facebook community that's also called Marriage and Motherhood. I hope to see and connect with you in there. Otherwise, I'll catch you back here next week for the next episode. Bye.